Have you spent endless hours scouring the internet looking for productivity tips and tricks? Maybe you feel like you've tried everything, but you still need a little something more. If that's you, you'll love today's episode. We're sharing three little-known productivity hacks that will make a huge difference in your work performance. Hey you, you're listening to the Messy Desk Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to achieve more without the overwhelm and drama. Because although business and life get messy, that doesn't mean things have to be hard. Join us as we help you cope with the chaos and banish your barriers so that you can move forward in your entrepreneurial journey. I'm Megan Monahan, And I'm Teresa Safali. Let's get on with it. Hey, Megan. Hello, Teresa. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. The summer's flying right by. Yeah, it feels like it's March still in some ways. <laughs> okay, in some ways it does, but I'm actually really, really excited about, about today's episode because it's not that often where you get to sing, you know, share something new. Yeah, I'm excited about it too because I think it's going to help a lot of people. I hope so. You know, there's just so much information on the webosphere on the subject of productivity. So you could get lost for days researching this topic. But what you'll most likely find are multiple blog posts and videos that share the same old productivity hacks. And that's not a dig, however. Those productivity tactics actually work. Yeah, they definitely do work, which is why we've mentioned some of them before on this podcast. But wouldn't it be awesome if Teresa shared a few fresh, unique productivity tips with us? Yay! Yay! Something you may not have heard before. Who's on board for that? Because I know I am. Well, I'm happy to hear that, Megan. I'm excited to share these little-known productivity tricks with you today. You know, I created these tactics for myself, mostly organically, over my 30-plus year entrepreneurial journey. I actually do these things, and they make a really big difference. They'll help your work output, and they're also helpful for life, too. Well, these hacks sound like they're going to be really good, and I can't wait to hear them, so let's get started. You got it. Okay, we'll just dive right in. Productivity hack number one is to leverage your natural patterns. Now, I'll fess up here. If you listened to episode 15, then you heard us discuss the importance of planning work around your best times of the day. That's right. We did discuss planning your day, and I think we briefly touched on maximizing your productivity by working during your best time of the day. It wasn't the focus of the episode, but that's such a good tip. You don't come across that suggestion too frequently in a Google search. No, it's a pretty uncommon productivity hack, but it's highly effective. Once you start working this way, it makes many things easier. So let me share a story that demonstrates my point. For years, I worked as a professional craft designer in the craft and hobby industry. And during that career, I wore many different hats. Not only was I producing physical art, but I had admin, marketing, accounting, content creation, blah, 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 you know, the usual stuff that goes along with owning your own business, right? Yeah. All of those activities require different types and amounts of effort and energy. And I began to notice that I struggled to do certain things at certain times of the day. For example, if I was trying to produce artwork in the morning, I struggled significantly. 
I wasn't as creative. Choices were harder to make and it was difficult to problem solve. However, if I did that same activity in the evening, it was much easier and more enjoyable. So if I forced myself to make art in the morning, it took more time, it caused me stress, and usually I ended up with an unfinished project. So it was disappointing. But when I did that same artwork in the evening, not only did I finish it, which provided a sense of accomplishment, but I also had a lot more pride in my work and it took less time. Isn't it funny how a simple thing like moving a task to a more productive time of day makes all the difference? Yep. Now, as I said earlier, this happened mostly organically for me, but it was because I paid attention and I became aware of it. Everything that you do starts with awareness. That one realization led me to understand that I could work however I wanted to work. How what a novel idea that is. I didn't actually have to stick to a traditional nine to five work model. Gurus who said that I could only have success if I woke up at 5 a.m. could be ignored. Okay, I get up at 5 a.m., but that's by choice. (laughs) And I didn't have to eat that frog first thing in the morning. Yeah, true freedom. Yep. Instead, I needed to first figure out when I did what best, right? Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense, yeah. And then I needed to schedule those activities for the times that best suited me. Well, you know, I'm most creative in the morning, so that's when I do my best thinking, my best writing, and my content creation. It's not that I can't write later in the day, but any work that I do after 2 p.m. takes me much longer to finish, and it's definitely not my best work. Yeah, you and I are the same there. <laughs> All right, so what's the next uncommon productivity hack that you have for us? Okay. Productivity hack number two is to use music to boost your productivity. I think I'm going to really like this one. I know I do because, you know, I was a musician for like over 25 years. That's right. I don't think most people know that about you. Probably not. Probably not. You know, it's been said that listening to Mozart can make you smarter. Of course, there's all sorts of arguments both for and against that statement, but no matter what you believe, this sentiment is true. Music is powerful. Music can evoke emotions, help with memory recall, and even improve your mood. I've used music many times to get myself out of a funk. I call that a musical attitude adjustment. But did you know that music can also improve your productivity? Actually, I do know that music helps productivity. I actually wrote about this topic for a client, so I probably know more about it than the average person does. But for me personally, I listen to Brain.fm to improve my focus. If you're not familiar with Brain.fm, it's a site where you can stream music that they've created specifically for productivity. Putting my headphones on and listening to Brain FM has been a lifesaver since I now share an office with my husband thanks to the pandemic. (laughs) The music's so helpful, it drowns out distracting noises, and it's especially helpful in the afternoon when my productivity takes a nosedive. I'm going to have to check that out. You know, I'm always looking for ways to increase my focus, but I'd not heard of Brain FM before. So Cool, cool. You know, there's so much research on this particular subject, right? How music affects productivity. And we could spend days sifting through it without ever scratching the surface. Um, I bet you found that when you were writing that article. Yeah. 
I did. There was lots out there, something worthwhile to go read about. Absolutely. Yeah. If you want to take some quick looks at a bunch of really cool stats, WebFX created an awesome infographic on this subject, um, specifically on the impact of music on workplace productivity. So that definitely applies even if you're working for yourself. Um, it's interesting and it's absolutely worth taking a quick peek at and we'll link it in the show notes. But no matter if your workplace is an office, a storefront, or your kitchen table, music can help boost your productivity. According to the research, listening to pop music reduces mistakes by 14%. I probably should have listened to some before we recorded today, right? <laughs> probably. We both should have. <laughs> Classical music improves accuracy by 12%. And get this, dance music improves your proofreading by 20%. That was kind of a shocker. <laughs> yeah, the stats about music's effect on productivity are really eye-opening. It's pretty incredible that listening to some tunes can really boost your accuracy, speed, and focus. I love music, so that's an added bonus. Now, music with lyrics is a different story, right? Well, that's a great question. And unfortunately, there's just no simple answer. It depends on the activity and on the type of music. It also depends on you and how you like to work. Experiment and see what does and doesn't work for you. You may find that you need absolute quiet for some tasks. Less in, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, Megan, right? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> yes, yes. Less enjoyable tasks actually may be a little easier to complete with some good music in the background. The only way to know, though, is to try. There are some things to consider up front, though that can help with your decision-making, right? If you're learning something brand new, music without lyrics is best. Any instrumental music would work, but experiment with genres like classical or jazz. You can also try ambient music. That's a style of music that lacks traditional musical structure or rhythm. It's been shown to improve concentration and stimulate creativity. However, if you're going to play music with lyrics, Try using pieces that you are really familiar with. You're less likely then to be distracted by the words. You can also experiment with volume levels. So music with lyrics is a big no-no for me if I'm <laughs> writing, reading, or learning. I mean, it's just, it's just a no. I can't do it. It's more distracting than anything. It's not helpful at all. Uh, if I'm cleaning the house or doing repetitive tasks on my computer, then lyrics are really good. I mean, they help me get things done much faster. Like you said, music is really powerful. I found that it can relax me, put me to sleep, amp me up, and even lift my mood. And of course, when I'm in a good mood, I'm more productive. I'm not surprised. You know, your mood absolutely affects your productivity. If you're in need of a little musical attitude adjustment of your own, or you just want to get pumped up prior to a task, play certain types of music before you get to work. I have different playlists that I use to get me into the right frame of mind. If I'm about to tackle something difficult, I'll play my favorite upbeat songs to boost my energy. When I'm feeling anxious or distracted, I have another playlist with music that calms and grounds me. Oh yeah, using music as a precursor to a task is really good advice. Music is a great tool for changing your mood, increasing your energy, and staying productive. I love that tip. All right, so what's the last hack? Okay, we've made it to productivity hack number three. And I don't believe that anyone will have heard this 
anywhere. So the last hack I have for you today is, get this, get dressed to shoes. Um, okay, you're going to have to explain that one in detail for sure. I can't even actually take credit for this. I wish I could because I think it's brilliant. I first heard this advice many years ago. I can't even tell you how many years it's been. I was a young mother struggling to figure out how to deal with two toddlers while keeping a house and running a business. Sound familiar? (laughs) Um, I know we have lots of listeners who are in that situation right now. Sure. But back then, the internet was all bright and shiny and new. And it was much easier to find information because, well, there just wasn't much of it. Um, However, I managed to find a website by a woman who shared tips and tricks for running an efficient household. That was probably where I truly got my productivity journey started. So on her site, she shared advice. She told stories, provided checklists, shopping lists, and chore schedules. I'd never seen anything like it at that time, right? And I soaked up every single tip, just soaking it all up like a sponge. The one tip that significantly impacted me though, and that I practice to this very day is to get dressed to shoes. It simply means getting fully dressed with your shoes on. And I think the key is the shoes. It's all about the shoes. That's right. (laughs) I do love that. I mean, I've heard some women claim that it's all about the lipstick. (laughs) Right. I've heard that they aren't ready for prime time until the lipstick's on. That's what I've, I've been told by some women. Okay. So I have to know why the shoes? Is there any particular theory behind the shoes? You know, I just don't know what it is. I just know that it works. I mean, working in your PJs and slippers is fun for a while, but the habit of getting dressed signals your brain that you're getting ready for something important. And then when the shoes go on, it just somehow takes it to a whole other level. I am 100% more productive when I am dressed to shoes. I feel different and I behave differently. And I recently shared this tip with a group of my networking colleagues. Uh, Many of them were working from home for the first time and struggling. And so I had done a little presentation on how to be more productive at home. And I included this tip. A couple of weeks afterwards, one of them told me that this this was the specific tip, this one, that really worked for him and for his wife. He said that once they were dressed to shoes, the whole attitude changed. It was a a night and day difference in how he was approaching his workday and the same for his wife. My gosh, that's so cool. I mean, isn't it? You changed someone's attitude and their demeanor with this tip. I love that. It it was cool. You know, don't discount the small things. Something so small and so simple can be transformative. Um, Do you get dressed to shoes, Megan? (laughs) It's my time to share. So the truth is (laughs) I don't walk around in my bare feet or in my socks, but I mean, I guess I do technically get dressed to shoes, but those shoes are my Birkenstocks. My, excuse me, my Birkenstocks. I'm going to show those right here <laughs> <laughs> in the summer. And then usually in the winter, I wear Uggs around. What's funny is that that used to be my rule for dressing when going out. The shoes make the outfit. They really set the tone. So I can totally see the mentality behind the dress to shoes concept. I really do love that. Yeah. I'm in my Uggs all winter long too. 
but it's just the shoes on it, There's something different when I have slippers, I, it doesn't make a difference. But when I put the shoes on, I'm on fire. Yeah. It makes you feel it's like a mindset thing, right? I think so. I think so. And I think it's also the act and the habit of like doing that, right? The shoes go on and your brain's like, oh, we're going somewhere. And then you go there, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's funny too, because if you're at home and you're, even if you're on video, people don't even see your shoes, <laughs> but you true. know, right? You know. So that's where the difference happens. Well, I'm a big fan of like, you know, when my lipstick goes on, it's for me, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, and I think that's, that's good. All right. I think that's it for today. I know both Megan and I hope you enjoyed these unusual but effective productivity hacks. Do you have any thoughts you'd like to add, Meg? I just want people to know that you can make improvements to your work habits anytime. And today's a great day to try something new. Start with one change and see how it works for you. Starting with one sounds like sound advice to me. All right. And also, don't be afraid to experiment and change these tips to make them truly your own. It's all about doing it your way, even if that way is messy. That's it. Thanks for joining us today. Remember, you can always review these tips by checking out the show notes on MessyDeskPodcast.com. And if you like what you heard today, please share this episode with someone who could benefit from this advice. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week on the Messy Desk Podcast. Bye. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to the Messy Desk Podcast and leave us a review. We're interested in what you're interested in. So email us at messydeskpodcast at gmail.com with your topic suggestions and questions. And most importantly, stay messy, because that's where the growth, progress, and magic happen. Let's try that again. I was thinking of something else to say there, which is why I wasn't paying attention to what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Music can evoke a mute. <laughs> it didn't help, Megan. <laughs>